What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. All right, guys, on the PDR Coach Podcast, I always want to showcase people in every part of this industry, from the most advanced technicians that I've had on to the ones just starting out. Today on the podcast, I'm interviewing one of the newest PDR techs to our industry. He's been a body tech for over 15 years and has been training in paintless dent repair for years and has finally decided to take the full-time leap from body shop into the PDR world. I believe as of, as of our recording today on June 9th, he is three days into his full-time PDR business of Campbell, Campbell Dent Repair. And we're going to talk his journey, talk about his journey from getting to where he was in the body shop world to starting his own business. So welcome to the podcast, Ryan Campbell. What's up, man? Thank you. Not much. How you doing? Great, dude. I always like to start at the beginning. Um, I just introduced you a little bit and you are, a, or I guess you can't say you are a body tech anymore. You're a PDR tech, I guess, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. How'd you get into the body shop world? And um, let's start with that. So started, you know, as a kid watching my dad, he was, a, you know, old 80s and early 90s body tech. And he, he moved up until uh, moved up, hurt his knee. And he was a, a writer. Um, but he would always help me work on my vehicles when I was younger. And when he would restore cars in the garage, you know, I would help him. And I was always there for it. You know, that's all there was to do is help him out. So, um, after years of him telling me, don't do this, don't do this. You better not follow my footsteps. You know, I did it and, uh, and it, it worked out good. You know, it was, I started off as a detailer, um, at about, I think I was 14 years old. I wasn't even driving yet because I'd go in with him to work and I was polishing cars. And, you know, from there I gained interest in every aspect of the body shop and worked my way up. Um, I got into disassembling and writing cars. I was a parts manager, um, checking parts in for, it was a, it was a three cell body shop. So it was like three body shops. So I was checking parts in for all three cells and I I learned that aspect of it. And then I just, I had a good friend of mine, his name was Sean. He, uh, he told me, he's like, Hey, if you follow these steps, you know, in five years, you're going to make this much money being a body guy. And I I never knew, you know, until you hear it from somebody, you don't know what you can make or what you're capable of as a body tech. You know, you see these dirty guys outside smoking cigarettes, all dusty. And you're like, I don't want to be that, but (laughs) it, uh, it turned out to be good. And he was, he was right. And, uh, and everything went good. And I, I surpassed what his, his anticipations were for me. And, um, I, I did pretty, pretty good. Sorry. I got a phone call coming. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> All right. right. Sorry about that. But, um, but yeah, it was cool having that mentor in the body industry, you know, to, to kind of give me a future idea. And for paintless dent repair, these podcasts are so cool because I never knew un- until, you know, what a year ago when I started listening to them, I never had anybody to look up to and see what they were doing, you know, the only thing I had, you know, were body techs and you, you know who to listen to, who not to listen to, you know, and, you know, keep your opinions to yourself with everything and you just move up, you know? So then I, um, started, 
started to do heavy collision work and after, you know, Sean convinced me to and got pretty good at it. And, uh, and you know, you see these PDR guys come in and you hear about hail guys and nobody wanted to talk to me, you know, the local guys. So it was just, it was, you know, I was blindfolded to it, but I wanted to do it. Yeah. And, just, to uh, stop, just to stop you real quick, yeah. just to clarify, like there's, you're, you've been a body guy for a long time. I know a lot of yeah. body technicians who over, I've been doing dent repair for 15 years. So over the years, guys have asked me or not so much asked me, but more than like watched me. And you can tell that there's a fascination with what we do and they're curious and interested in what we do. Um, I've always taken the time to showcase to them, Hey, you, you can definitely do this. It's training. It's this, you can make it happen. So from a body guy's perspective, you see the PDR guy for the first time come into your shop there's always the story. The guy comes in there, he's fixing door ding in 15 minutes. And then you see the invoice and you're like, huh, that's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, talk to you about that. The first time you saw that happen. And when you got that light bulb in your head, like hmm, maybe PDR might be the, might be a better way to go. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, early stages of being a body man. You, mm -hmm. you, you know, I seen the guys coming in. Uh, we use the, the same guy I've known in the PDR field for all the body shops locally has been the same guy for a long time and you know I, I see him come in you know driving his big diesel truck and, and uh, pulls his tools out walks in with two rods and he, he never even used the light he just used like a PVC tube with a line on it and I'm mm -hmm. like you know meanwhile I have $40,000 worth of tools and a tool bill with the, with the tool truck and I'm like look this guy has some sticks and he's uh he leaves here making tons of money <laughs> um, he definitely made it look easier than it is. You know, there's, sure. there's a lot to it, you know, seeing him clean in his shorts was like the dude would wear like golf shoes coming in. Cause he's going golfing the rest of the day after he does <laughs> a couple dents, you know? Um, so obviously anybody in their right mind would see him making it look easy and, you know, and want to do that, you know, while I'm standing there all dusty, sweaty and, Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you have to do a lot of body work and be very efficient at it to, to make that, you know, that kind of income, you know, you mm -hmm. gotta, you gotta be fast and it takes time and it takes a, a lot of expensive tools, which so does PDR. Now I realize, you know, those <laughs> couple, those couple sticks are a lot, pretty expensive when you have to have every stick, you know, and yeah. the lights and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I saw him do that. And then it, it took a while before I seen any invoicing, you know, so I didn't know what he was making. I seen mm -hmm. it looked like an easy job and he'd come in, bust stuff out and leave. But once I started to, uh, you know, use a computer system and see invoices, sure. it was, it was very inspiring, mm -hmm. you know, and I just, you know, you, you try to talk to that guy and not all PDR guys are like that. I realize now, but you try to talk to him. He, he would like hold information, like not, he would stop working. If you watched him, he wouldn't keep working. Like, he was, uh, he's, and he's still like that, a little different, but very good tech. Uh, and, you know, I looked up to him. So it's good that he came around and uh, I saw how he did things and stuff. And later on down the road, I decided to uh, to take a, a stab at it and I went online and yeah, actually let, a buddy let, me, let, me, let me stop you real quick. I definitely okay. want, I, that is the next step I want to get to, but just okay. to go back real quick. I mean, obviously listening to the podcast and having people to look up to, and to be some sort of a mentor or whatever through listening to them, or like you mentioned earlier, just to see what's possible. And that's mm -hmm. kind of why I want to have you on because I have a lot of body guys that ask me and I want you to be that example. And we're going to get into that of okay. how you go from 
body, the body guy into the PDR world? Where do you start? How do you practice? How do you do all those things? So I want you to be able to be that example for all the body guys out there that listen to this that say okay. PDR is too hard. I don't know where to start. I can't leave. I'm doing 200, 200 hours a week flat rate. Well, how should I, how could I leave that? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Right. So definitely. Um, I appreciate you saying that as far as having a mentor and everybody needs mentors and can be a mentor. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're going to be to a lot of people. So there was a point where you decided like, okay, I need to learn how to do this. You went online, found some training or something. Right. So. Yep. So went online, uh, the way I, I did it, you know, a buddy and I are talking a body guy and, uh, went online, found the training to, uh, you know, found a bunch of training and we didn't know what tools to give and anything. So we wanted to go see what it was all about. Um, and it was easier to do it with a friend because you're, you're kind of not going in a blind, you're going in it together. Kind of like if somebody partners up, uh, with a shop, say you open a shop, it's always easier to partner with somebody because you have another mind to help you, you know, be strong through it, I guess, and motivate you to get through it. So the way I did it is, uh, my friend Steve and I, we, uh, we found, found a place and uh, we traveled down to Kentucky, took our you know, two weeks vacation and paid for it all out of our savings. And, and I honestly didn't know what to expect. I had no clue what tool did what, what was what, you know, I could fix and you cars. Had, you, you had know? never pushed on a dent, right? With a PDR rod. You've only seen it. Uh, with some pry bars and you know okay, doing yeah. body work you know getting behind there and like oh yeah look yeah. at this it's moving out you know, 50%. Big, you know cra- yeah if that 40 yeah. percent, and then and then the rest lazy, you know but uh yeah so other than that and roughing metal out knowing how to tap crowns down yeah, sure. you know body guys we we feel yes. it, there's no there's no gloss to it so we use our right. hands and we feel the panel mm. so other than my body experience never pushed a dent went into this completely blind, not knowing what to expect at the end. Um, but, you know, I went there and um, class was great. You know, it was hot. I think it was July and down in Kentucky is pretty warm. Um, and it was, it was a lot better with, with my friend. He kind of pushed me into it. Um, now he's not really, he's not, he didn't really take off with it. Mm-hmm. He just kept doing the body work thing. And I don't know if he, he just veered off a little bit different direction, but uh but he still does it. He toys with it here and there. Um, hopefully soon I can motivate him and, and like he did with me to, uh, yeah. to go do the classes and I could get him up and running again. And, and hopefully, you know, one day we could work together. Um, but cool. he's still doing body work. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. So after, after doing the class, you know, you, you kind of have the idea of it, how to read the metal, you mm-hmm. know, and you're like, wow, it, it kind of, for a body guy, even if a body guy goes to the PDR class, you know, to read where the lines pinch and, you know, that's your high spot. And it, it really would be beneficial for body guys, even if they're not planning on going full-time as PDR techs to know how to work the metal out and different, how different metals work and temperatures to get aluminum too. So it'll, it'll work easier. And, uh, it would be beneficial for, for them to do that just to make more money as a body guy. And I noticed that right away. I got back to the shop, bought some tools. I bought, you know, the, the basic uh, kit off a one, um, a couple fluorescent lights. Cause that's what the guy was teaching us on. He didn't, he didn't use LEDs at the time. So I wanted exactly what 
he was training me on so I didn't mess anything up so I could kind of merge into it and uh and I just practiced man on on every body job that would come in and then I got a little faster a little faster and it was actually speeding my body repairs up and obviously when you uh do like a push to paint is what I would call it Mm -hmm. um it's a better repair you're using less filler you're not sanding as long you're you know and it gets into the paint line faster and yeah I had pretty expensive body tools as PDR rods and lights and stuff to, to do that with, but I was getting the practice. And, uh, and then from there, the shop I was working at at the time, he, uh, I told him, you know, for a year, I'll do your, your dent. So hold on real and quick. So as you came yeah. back from PDR training, had some tools. And then as a, as a body guy, you were, you got a dent, let's say a dent in a door and you were getting back there and pushing it as a PDR tech for as long as you could before you put a skin yep. coat on and painted it. Okay. So that's yeah, where and a lot of your initial practice came from and all big yeah. dents, obviously you weren't fixing one yeah. inch dents at all. Yeah. Sometimes I would do smaller dents and I would toy with them. Um, so body shops use a lot of used panels. So sure. a used door, a used yeah. hood, you know, insurance companies are trying to save their money. Mm-hmm. So we, we would have used panels and you know, let's, get it right after a after a door gets taken off at the junkyard thrown in a truck drugged (laughs) to the body shop it it has some dents and dings Mm -hmm. and some of them are small and you get you get um we call lkq repair time on it yeah um and and they take the cost off the door so i was getting hours to pdr these doors when they would come in and i wouldn't have to glaze them um the the paint techs loved it because they didn't have to prime it was less work for them all around it worked out so I did do smaller dents. Um, the majority of the stuff was the larger dents that I would I would work out with BDR and um, and with everything being R and I because it's getting painted, you know your access and you know where reinforcement beams are and you know access through tail lights when you pull the wires out and you really get you know and obviously cars change every day new cars are coming out so you got to stay on top of that. Um, but it, it gave me a lot of practice in paintless dent repair and it helped me tremendously just having that paintless dent repair knowledge. And I was very, very green then. And just, it, it made my hours go up at work. It was cleaner work, happier painters, you know, mm-hmm. um, happier boss, you know, cars are getting moved quicker. And it was, I was happy because I was getting the practice. So, you know, I, it was, I was looking at the big picture and making money while I was doing it. So it was very beneficial to do that. So, so and you, we talked a little bit before and then you said at this point, um, you've been doing that for a long time using mostly push to paint stuff for a long time. And then you kind of transitioned into, into doing more actual PDR, like finished PDR on without yep. painting a panel. And Talk to, uh, talk about some, like the deal you had worked out with, um, with the body shop about how you were going to be able to practice, but aid in the body shop, uh, revenue. So, so the way I was, uh, I was, I was a hourly body tech when I went to, uh, went to the PDR school. Mm-hmm. So being an hourly body tech, I worked a deal with my boss. Um, I told him, you know, cause I didn't know how good I was going to be out of school and stuff. And other than practicing on all the rec panels and stuff like that, sure. I started to get good at it. And I, I told him, you know, I would like to practice and I'll do all your PDR work. Um, worst case scenario, we, we have to resort to repairing and painting it, but it'll be worked out. So 
he would give me a lot of uh, dense. I did that for a, a full year with them. Um, he let me do all my collision work, my framework, and then anytime he would land a PDR job, it gave me the chance to actually finish a dent, and I had to work for it. And I took my time, you know, being hourly technician at that time. I was uh, I was able to take my time, work the dents out. He was happy, um, and he would he took advantage of it to a point where he was making me do big dents. But you know what? I thank him for that. Yeah. Because it, it, by forcing me to do it, I'm hourly. I have to try it no matter what. You know, he's he's the boss, and it, and you know what? It worked out so much more than the the money I made working hourly doing the dents. It was I, I can't thank him enough for pushing me, and and he was getting the advantage of it by getting paid for PDR with it. But um, but it benefited me tremendously for my career and my end goal. You know. Yeah, your perspective on that situation is very important. Obviously, um, our thoughts and perspectives on situations are what control our lives. And that could have gone two different ways. Because if you look at the numbers that we talked about, and I don't know if you want to share them or not, but the amount, mm -hmm. basically, you made a deal with him said, basically, you were he was going to spend a certain amount of money on tools or something, right? And then you were going to... Yep if you didn't build that, let's, I don't remember what the number was. Do you want to, do you want to share the yeah. number? On? Yeah. Yeah. I'll share it. Yeah. Okay. So, so I told him, uh, cause we had to figure out a way, you know, being hourly and, and doing all his dent work. What I ended up talking to him was he pays $2,000 for tools. Mm -hmm. That's where I got my a one kit, my fluorescent light and stuff. And, and you get a good startup kit for the $2,000, you know? I and I told him I'll do all his dents for a year. And, uh, we, we made, I want to say it was almost $35,000 in just PDR work in that year mm -hmm. is, and that's not including R and I trim panels. That's not including, you know, all the, all the body work, you know, and like, say I was doing a dent to avoid blends, um, stuff like that. Sorry. I had another phone call. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Um, so where was I? Yeah. So basically, so you, you worked out a deal, you pay $2,000 for tools and you told them, I will make you that money back. If I don't, yep. then I'll pay for the tools. But if I do, we're yep. good. Right. And yeah. so he didn't keep track of those invoices. You had kept track of the invoices for a year is yep. what you had told me before. And so at the end of the year, you, he's like, Oh yeah, I think we made more money. And you're like, no, we made $35,000. Right. So, yeah. so your perspective on that situation is important because a lot of guys would not even enter into that scenario because they would feel yeah. like they would get taken advantage of, right? Like they're providing the value. They put up all the work, they did all this and they made the body shop owner a bunch of money. But what that did for you, obviously, was got you where you were today. Your perspective on it was like, thank you. I'm glad that he put me yeah. in that situation, right? I have the same perspective, yep. too. I started debt repair in high school. My dad forced me to go out to work with him so I wouldn't get in trouble on summers in between high school, right? And I'm like, God, I don't want to do that. I just want to go have fun and do my own thing. And I'm like, looking back, my perspective on that is so, I'm so grateful that he made me go do that because that started me on my PDR journey, right? So our perspective on situations is obviously super important. So, so you did that, yep. you spent a year, you made 35 grand and now you're like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. After, after that full year and you know, I, I did multi, like all kinds of different dents, different vehicles, all kinds of stuff. So uh, it, it was, it was awesome. And I, I honestly, the only reason I really kept track wasn't to like rub it in their face. I just wanted yeah. to make sure I had 
the deal. Yeah. You know, I wanted yeah. to make them more than $2,000 and that was, that was the goal. Um, and you know, I started looking at my book and I'm like, holy cow, I'm, I'm all right, we're good. So after the year, you know, I told him I'd do it for a year. And if I held up to my end, you know, to give me a little percentage or something, mm-hmm. you know, like a 1% of mm-hmm. every day, nothing, I wasn't asking for a lot, let it add up for a month and, and give me a bonus. Unfortunately, I don't, he, he had different plans and, uh, and he didn't think that was a good idea. So I, I then moved on to another shop. Um, there's a couple other things that went on there and, you know, I, I thanked them and, and moved on. Well, the, the next shop at that time, I, I created an LLC. I was full. I had my company going after that full year of doing that many dents. I felt comfortable enough at least to be, you know, legal and, and charge tax. I got my vendor's license, all my stuff I mm-hmm. had to do, which I had no clue what to get. Uh, my wife and I were just searching and I was asking people that had businesses on what to do and what I needed. Um, and, you know, I didn't know of any podcast or anything PDR. This is all like, this is all fresh. I, I had no clue what I was doing, but I, I trial and error. I made mistakes here and there and I made a legitimate company. And when I moved on from that body shop, I, I moved to a new shop and I, I sat down um, the the owner knew that I was a very good body tech and I, he knew what hours I can turn. Um, and he wanted me there, whatever it took, he wanted me there. So, um, what we did, we worked a deal out where my company does all the PDR work for his shop while I'm there. And, and this time I, I'm flat rate. So being a flat rate body tech and you're turning your hours each week and you're, you're getting your jobs done, everything's good. It didn't interfere with the, the dent work didn't interfere with my hours. So we were, we were good. So I would invoice each dent, you know, that would come in. I would, I would haul my tools in my truck every single day to work with me. That way, if any customer wanted to drop off, if you know how many dents I, I did for the shop that, uh, you know, body guys are fitting, fitting a fender and I would help them out, you know, but they were all my friends. So mm-hmm. a lot of them I did for free, um, just to, help my friend out so they didn't get in trouble for debting a new fender and then the painters <laughs> loved it because they didn't have to repaint it you know so everybody loved me and that's that was awesome you know I, I like helping people out and whatever I could do you know is, mm-hmm. is what I wanted mm-hmm. to do um but I did I I invoiced through that shop on top of the hours I was turning at the time I was like I was 135 to 155 hour tech each week at the time and I was, I was billing out anywhere from 600 to $1,200 each month in, in just one body shop. And that was being there from my, I think it was 6.30 to 5 o'clock that I was there. And I was turning hours, working, um, and writing invoices and doing PDR work. I was there nonstop, you know, all week. So any dents that came in, customer would wait. I would knock them out. Uh, bigger ones, they would drop off. And I helped all my friends out, like I said. So it, when they cool. done it, uh, yeah, I build, put a lot of fires out. They call it in the body shop, you know. Yeah, you passed over pretty quickly the um, transition from one body shop to the other. So you made the deal, the two thousand yeah. dollars, and then you make you made you'll do PDR for a year, and you were hoping, hey, and had a discussion with them. Hopefully, maybe you'll give me a little kickback on the PDR if I do exceed that, because you knew you would. To yeah, be, you knew you'd exceed two thousand dollars. There's no yeah. question about that. Yeah. And you did, and he didn't. He didn't give you the bonus and instead Mm -hmm. of sticking around there or bitching about it or trying to change him, you 
controlled what you can control and you actually just remove yourself from the situation to go provide value somewhere else. So super important. I don't want to, I don't want to pass over that because the biggest skill that we have in our, in our life is controlling our own self, always providing value. Now you're providing value in two different ways, a body guy and a PDR guy. So instead of, you know, feeling like a victim or feeling like a, a, a situation you couldn't control where he wasn't going to give you bonus and you just continue to say do debt repair, you know, you're marketable. You went out there and you found another place to put yourself. And I think that's important because I know a lot of body guys who, show up to work every day and bitch about what they have to do, who they have to work for or the situation that they're in, but they don't remove themselves from that situation and go somewhere else. Um, we always have control over that. Um, and so I just wanted to point that out that that's a very important thing. And I'm, I'm glad you, um, you passed over it. Like it wasn't a big deal, but I think it is a big deal. I think there's a lot of people yeah. who don't do that stuff and you're just like, Oh, I just left and found another job. A big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, as yeah. you make these transitions in your life from, from deciding to pay, you know, five to $10,000 to training and then making that deal with the body shop and then moving body shops. And then, so now you're in this new body shop, you have your LLC, it's Campbell Dent Repair, right? I think. Yeah. Campbell Paintless Dent Repair LLC. Campbell Paintless Dent Repair. Um, and so now you're, you're running invoices through that company and also a flat rate tech. So then talk about what happened there. So now we're getting closer, right? Um, from training to where you actually three days ago started your own PDR business. We're getting there. It's a long journey, yep. obviously. So yeah. now what happens at that shop to make it so that you get one step closer to um, do a PDR full time? So after that journey um, of being, I was, at, I was at that shop for, I want to say three and a half or four years. Um, unfortunately, my boss, which was awesome, and I, I had it good there. So I never was, I never had the anticipation to leave. He helped me out. Uh, he's a great guy. You know, we'd go ride four wheelers on the weekend, you know, mm -hmm. together and he would always help me out. And for him to do all that, I didn't want to ever mess anything up. So I stayed there, stayed there. Well, he ended up selling to one of the big MSO, you know, body shops, um, bought him out. And, you can say uh, who, cause there's only one choice really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I do work for them. So I didn't okay. want to like, put yeah, that's but totally it's clear, fine. you know, um, it was, it was bought out by, he was bought out by Abra yeah. and they, they sat down with me and, and my boss, Tom Griffin, which amazing guy. He's, mm -hmm. he helped me out beyond belief. He, uh, he sat down with the guy from Abra and he said, this is how it's going to be with Ryan. Yeah. And this is yeah. what it is. This is what we've done. If you want to keep this technician that is turning, I was turning the most hours in both body shops. He had two shops that he sold. <laughs> the shop I was at, I was the highest producing tech out of both. And doing shops. PDR. And doing all his PDR, making him a yeah. lot of money. Um, so, but he was helping me out. He did it right and let sure. me invoice it. So sure. he was getting a markup. I was getting paid the correct amount. And we were, life was good. Yeah. We, and learning. And, you know, I was dealing with customers, you know, giving them estimates up front, stuff like that. Um, but they ended up calling one of the local guys in. I don't know, after we had an agreement and Tom told them like, Hey, this is how it is. They ended up calling another guy. Um, the, the guy that I saw come in when I was a detailer and it was, ago, you know, yeah. been around. Yeah. So, um, it, it you know, that kind of, it, it's very hurtful when you, when you work that hard for a company and it just gets bought out and then they, they do that to you. So. I kept, I kept quiet. You know, I, I 
sat the the manager down and had a talk with him, so I wasn't too quiet with him, but I was respectful about it. Um, I was a little loud, but I was respectful about it. And I told them, I said, hey, we had an agreement. And uh, they said, you, you can do it before and after hours. I said, you know, in three and a half, four years, there's never an issue with it. Um, you know, and I, I, I spoke my mind, you know, you could be mm-hmm. quiet and let it go. And, you know, but I would still be in that position. So I spoke up about it. And, uh, and from that point, the uh, caliber ended up buying Abra. So our agreement, because I started doing the dents for them, they said before and after hours, and it, it was working just like it was, you know, I'd stay late, come in early and do dents. They, they weren't really upselling a lot like Tom would for me. Um, so it slowed down, you know, it went from 600 to 1200 a month down to 100 to 400, maybe, uh, you know, some months, I didn't even have any, anything to bill. So I said, you know, again, it might be time to explore my options mm-hmm. and see what what there is out there. And at the time, I don't know if it was just fear, I, I didn't feel I didn't even I didn't I think it was the fact that I was blind to paintless dent repair industry I didn't know any of you guys I didn't know there's even podcasts I I don't even think I knew what a podcast was then and (laughs) Facebook Facebook groups all those mobile tech expo all those things were not I never even knew what mobile tech expo was Mm -hmm. I had nobody to to ask questions like I did in the coming up into the body field like my buddy Sean he was like my coach you know my Mm -hmm. mentor told me what I what I could do and then once I once I got past that, uh, the whole thing where they, I wasn't billing a lot of work and I told you I had to keep my options open. I ended up uh, going and talking to another big shop and, uh, and it was still, you know, family owned, owned shop. It was closer to home. And this is uh, two years ago. So we're getting real close to where I'm at now. Um, And the guy, you know, sat me down and said, you got all my dents. He wanted me there as a body guy because he knew what I, you know, it's mm-hmm. the words around here. People know a good body guy because yeah. there's a big shortage yeah. of body Small guys. Area. You know? sure. so, yeah. So he knew who I was. I had a friend that worked there and he explained to him. So he sat me down and pretty much the same thing that my old boss said is you got all my dent work. You work here, flat rate. He actually bought a, a used car liner frame rack just for me. So I'm like, shit, I got my own frame rack. Life is good. Um, he didn't, in the very beginning, I think he didn't trust me or know me good enough that he still said, he's like, I don't want to burn any bridges with our PDR guy that we use, which is that same guy that has been around for <laughs> the a long one time. tech in Ohio or whatever you are. Yeah. That's yeah. Northeast Ohio. Ohio. There's a couple yeah. others, but four body shops. This, this dude has it, you know, yeah. he's just been around and there's better ways to do things than how he does it. But he just, people know him. And that's the first thing they think is him to call. So um, my new boss was still using him quite a bit. And meanwhile, I'm getting ramped up at a new body shop. I was turning way, you know, a lot of hours because I wasn't doing a lot of paintless dent repair. Yeah. And um, that guy kept coming in. There was times where, you know, I'm getting ramped up with the shop. So I was slow, you know, and I'm standing by my toolbox, walking around the shop, trying to figure out what to do, what to get, to get ahead and make sure I can turn my hours that week, setting stuff up, talking to painters, you mm-hmm. know, talking to guys up front, next job that comes in, Hey, bring it to me. You know, I'm doing everything I can because I'm slow at the time yeah. for body work. And you know, that guy walks in and he's doing dents, and, and you know, and, and that went on for a full year. And 
I was very, it's not like me, but I was, I stayed tough through it and kept, kept my mouth shut, kind of, you know, brought it up here and there and said, you know, you're not sticking to your word. You're not sticking to your word. Nothing was in paper or anything, but I, I knew that it was, it was a way of, uh, it was a sign for me that, Hey, your time's coming. You've got to go on your own soon. You know, it's, it's, you have to go on your own soon. And I knew it was in my head. I'm like, I'm just not ready. I wanted to save more money up just to make sure every, you know, I have two kids, a wife, I have a couple rental houses, which I actually purchased the last one in order as a cushion. You know, mm -hmm. I use my savings to buy this and I'm, I'm like, okay, each month I could have this income coming in. So I really set myself up to, if I do have slow days while I'm getting my name out there, which, mm -hmm. you know, for six and a half years of doing paintless dent repair and doing it on the side, after I'm working full time, it, people started to know me, you know, and I only had a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know much about Google. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not paying for a website. Cause I was honestly, I was scared. I would get too much work. And then I would have to like, I don't even know why I would be scared about that. See that's but, yeah. That's the interesting thing that we talked about yeah. is that, is that you were so scared to, to leave the body shop that yeah. you, or you created all the fear inside of you that you wouldn't get work, but then you didn't want to do advertising because you were scared you would do too much work. At this point, you knew, you it knew was, you do dent repair. You knew you yep. would get the customers. Um, but there is that, that fear of, of indecision, the fear of the unknown that does scare people. Um, so from training to today, we're, we're, we're at six and a half years, right? From train mm -hmm. dent repair training to now. Do you, doing it over, do you think or someone else, do you think it can be done faster and how? Definitely. Definitely could be done faster. If, like I said, we'll compare it to Sean that trained me in the body mm -hmm. industry and taught me how to, I, I did body work, my dad in the garage when I was younger, but Sean, yeah. that guy, he, he showed me where I could be, right? He said, he said, in five years, you'll be making $72,000. I promise. Well, in five years, I was over over 90,000. I think mm -hmm. I was, I was over a hundred thousand in five years. So I, I blew past what he said, but you know, when I'm, when you're making not a lot of money and somebody says that to you and mm -hmm. said, and gives you paints the picture, like, dude, I did it. Mm -hmm. So you can do it. I see it in you. When you have somebody to guide you through and, and you can ask questions to and talk to you to, to speed because it, it makes your mindset so much better. And you got the end picture in, in your mind. You know it's possible. This guy did it. I didn't have that with paintless dent repair. I had no clue. You know, obviously, you drive down the road, you see a lot of carts with dents. It's a whole <laughs> other thing to, you know, know that that person wants it fixed or not. You know, so to have somebody not hold your hand, but coach you through and tell you what you can do and, and give you pointers you it, then it's up to you you know where you could be mm -hmm. you can blow that goal out of the water and that's what i did yeah. with with body work so with paintless dent repair after that first year at that body shop if i had somebody or knew of somebody that was willing to just take me for a ride in their truck on a saturday and mm -hmm. i could see what it was about and know the possibilities of what you can do i i didn't know i i thought you know thousand dollars a month through the body shop I was selling was great you know it, it you know we do that a day now you know it's yeah. like yeah it's it, there's a lot 
that's you know that's exactly why I do what I do. That's why I coach yeah. guys, obviously, because I think that part of it is important, and I think it's for all levels for guys just starting out to guys that are um, that are have been doing PDR for five, ten years, and are and are full are full time doing eight hundred thousand dollars a day billing and want to create a, a even larger business or a seven figure business with other technicians mm-hmm. and things like that. So there's always more to grow. There's always other levels to get to. Um, and sometimes you just need to show them that you're, that it's possible, or sometimes you just need to talk to somebody and work through the crap in your head that is talking to you. Like, I don't think I can do it. And then also on the other side saying like, I don't want to advertise. I'll get too much business. Right. Like just talk yep. through those things and, and hone it down to where, you know, that you're capable and that you can do it. So you mentioned it a little bit and you, you were that body guy that saw the dent guy coming in. Pretty much everybody listening to this is a dent guy. Mm-hmm. What did you want? what did you want from that dent guy? Like as a body man, looking at him, seeing what he did, you know, there's, it's been a long time in this industry since the nineties that, like you said, people will hide. They'll, they'll stop working. They won't show what we're doing or whatever. I think that's yeah. changing. Um, I think there's more than enough work to go around and we want good PDR techs that know how to do PDR and charge, et cetera. So as, as a, as a body man looking at him, so you can teach us, us, PDR guys, what, what did you, what did you want to hear from him? Like what discussion did you want to have so that you could feel like PDR I wanted, was possible for you? I just, I almost, almost a, you know, how Sean was to me with body. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to, I wanted to help him. And, you know, a couple of times when I did approach him, I said, Hey man, you know, if I saw, if I see now a young, young man with the drive that I had and he, he knew me, you know, yeah. he knew who I was, he knew what I can do if I had a guy approaching me and I knew what he was capable of, he is a dedicated person. He's, he's ignorant for not taking me on. I offered to him to go do all his R and I's on weekends for him mm-hmm. for free. And he just, Nope. Yeah. He told me for $40,000, I'll, I'll let you come with me. Why would I want the competition? Well, he was blindfolded to the fact where I probably would have been working for him. Yeah, and exactly. He would have been making, the you know a percentage of what I'm doing now, right. and he would have been benefiting from it. So he was blindfolded to the fact where like, dude, you have a piece of gold getting thrown at you where you can grow your company. He's still a one man crew, and maybe that's what he wants to be. I don't know. That's fine. But yeah, and he just you know I I needed a a person like Sean was to me in the body field to just say hey if I had a you know a young kid come up to me and I could tell him hey. I can make you $50,000 a year. You can go do all the used car lots Mm -hmm. until you get good. And here you can make this much a year after that, once you get good and you stay under my wing, I'll coach you, you know, and then you got somebody that's out there that you can trust that's doing it for you, helping you and you're good to go. You know, I think he he left that on the table. Yeah. I think what we miss is PDR guys. Um, and I don't, I don't know how, how many people are doing this anymore. I, I suspect that the people listening to the podcast are not the guys that are treating body yeah. techs like that because they're, they're always learning, growing, looking for new ways to expand. So I'm, I would be my guess that these aren't the people, but there are a lot of dent guys out there that do shun the body guys. Um, people like Ryan and other body guys are going to get into PDR anyways. So you can mm-hmm. either, you can either, either know your competition um, fairly well, or maybe even have them work for you and help expand your business. 
or you can create enemies out of people who are going to go do PDR anyways. Um, and that may be the position that your dent guy is in now, where now you have a guy, a body guy with 15 years of experience, six years of PDR experience. I've seen a lot of your work on your social media. You're doing fantastic dent repair. And Thank now you. you're learning and growing, right? You're, you're listening to the podcast, you're um, meeting new people and you're getting new tools and you're getting better and better. And, and there may become a time where <laughs> he's asking you a couple of questions um, where he didn't, that didn't, maybe didn't have to be the case. So um, just something, if you aren't treating body guys like that, take them under your wing, man, show them, show them what's possible in this business because they will look up to you. I mean, they already look up to you. The second a dent guy walks into a body shop, I think most body techs look at dent guys and say like, dang, I wish I could do that instead. Um, and take them, take them with you or show them how they can, or just be there for them to call you. There's so much work to go around. I think in every part of this industry, especially the retail side of it, I don't think we need to be scared of really good, solid PD, more PDR techs coming into this industry. Um, that leads me into asking you, like, I, I believe this PDR industry is just beginning. I've talked to a lot of guys about that. I think over the next 10 or 20 years, the growth is going to be fantastic, especially on the retail side. I think people are just barely getting to know what PDR is. You were in a body shop for 15 years. I've asked this to a bunch of body guys. How many, like, if you had to pick a percentage, I know you didn't do any statistics on this, but if you had to pick a percentage of how much work is going through a body shop, that you know is PDRable. Maybe you can't fix it at this point or what weren't able to uh, several years ago, but you can look at that dent now because you've seen what people are capable of in the in, on Instagram and Facebook. Like what percentage of stuff coming through body shop that's getting painted that shouldn't get painted? Do you have any off the top of my head? And this is just just a guess. I would say fifty percent. Fifty percent. Yeah. I would honestly, yeah. Other than other than train wrecks that need frame rails replaced and and stuff like right. that i would say a good 50 percent you know and other than you know bumpers getting cracked stuff like that i would have to say around that i might be a little high but it depends on what kind of pdr tech you are you know it, i've i've fixed quarter panels and you know i've spent some good time on them but that would have gotten cut off and replaced at the body shop and I didn't even have to paint them. And the customer was blown away. You know, it might have a little crack paint around the taillight that you brush touched it, but the customer would rather have that than have you mm -hmm. cut their panel off, mm -hmm. paint the whole side of their car. And to be honest, even me with the eyes that we have, you know, being a body guy and seeing stuff, it, it I was impressed at how, how things are coming out. And with all the glue pulling technology, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, it's amazing the amount of metal you can move right away and you, you get it all out and then you clean it up with, yeah. With so I just, rod. you know, I just like, did a quick Google search just out of here. I hadn't done this. I've been meaning to, but the first thing that popped up, the U S automotive collision repair market size is expected to reach $35 billion in 2020. Maybe that was pre COVID. Uh, let's see 2019, $34.3 billion. So if you're saying half, let's say a quarter a quarter yeah. of um, the stuff coming through body shops across the country can be, can go to the PDR market. So that's what eight to $9 billion that we're not capturing currently because yep. we don't have enough PDR techs capable 
of doing that. And so I think over the next 220 years, more people like you, Ryan, and other body guys that I know, more people that are getting training and getting into it and learning more and having, you know, better coaching and listening to the podcast, all that stuff, like eight to $9 billion. I don't have the math. I don't have the capabilities of doing that math in my head, but if one tech can do a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that's, that's a lot of techs. I can say, I don't know how many, but it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to do the math on yeah. that. But as far yeah. as growth in this industry, I asked somebody yesterday too, um, in a body, body shop, who's been a painter for 15 years, how many cars do you paint or that you've seen go through body work that could, that could be done by PDR? Cause he's getting trained in PDR in a couple of weeks and he mm-hmm. knows he's been following it. He said about 40%. So okay. I'd have to ask more people. So, I mean, I don't know. He, I don't know if he's right either, but let 25 yeah. to 50%. It's somewhere in that, in that range, that body guys, painters, yeah. They know that they look at that dent and they're like, mm, that could, that could be PDR. And obviously I don't, yeah. it's not their job to not fix those things. That's their job to fix them. Got to do it. Yep. Right. But just the point, point being is that there's so much growth left in this PD, in the PDR industry, like to the tune of eight to $10 billion um, left. So I don't, I don't fear more te- dent techs coming into the industry. I would rather, I would rather be a coach or a mentor for them so that they can do it in the way that we have decided as an industry that is the quote unquote right way to do it. The, the, using a pricing guide of some sort and finishing repairs, repairs correctly, learning how to glue pull, all those types of things. If we can teach those techs how to do that, instead of shunning them away from PDR, thinking they'll never get into yeah. it, I think the industry as a whole is just going to become greater um, and better serve everybody better. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I think for, you know, for all the body techs that are listening or painters that are trying to get into it, um, I, I'm sure you're already ICAR certified. You, yes. you know, you know how to R&I stuff like very fast. You know, I, I took a door apart. Uh, it was a Elantra door last night, took it apart, took the panel, the window, everything out and put it back together after I was done with it that I would say 15 minutes. And just knowing that, knowing, you know, having your scanner. I already have a scanner for pre and post scans, right? You know, your body guy, you spend the money on the tools. You have all the tools needed to do R and I's and you have it there. So you're already so far ahead. And I had that, I had a guy, a PDR guy, that the guy that's been around forever, tell me you're a body guy. You'll never get it. You, you would have to completely eliminate everything, you know, and start over. That's not true you know, you've worked metal for so long. We know what metal is what, how it's going to react for the most part. You know, you get new cars, you have all the tools, you know, we got all everything at our fingertips, you know. Um, Not only that, you have the connections, you have the relationships with insurance adjusters, with glass guys that are coming in that know you, that that can spread your name, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout the other body shops. They go all around, you know, and you use all that to your advantage, you're, you're going to get far. And I'm, I'm excited to, after, you know, six months or so to come back on here and let everybody know how I'm doing. I've been Tuesday and I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy today. My phone was just, just, I got three phone calls while we were on this podcast and they were all people to get dents done, you know, and I have three voicemails I got to return to and I have a dent at the place I'm at right now. Um, but for all the body guys, and I got to say, you know, I had nobody to tell me to go for it, you know, just do it, Ryan, I was scared, you know, go, if you want to do it, do it, you know, invest the money, I, I 
I spent good money on school and I used my vacation time that year and didn't get to go on my vacation to Florida with my family or anything like that. Um, so it's worth it though. Cause now doing my own thing, I can set my schedule mm-hmm. and I can do those vacations that I miss. Um, for example, today I'm, uh, if, if I don't get these two jobs, I might schedule them for tomorrow or the three jobs that called. I'm going to take my son to the dirt bike track, which I haven't saw, seen my son in a long time because I get home, he's sleeping. So it's, it, there's a lot more to it than just making the money. And, and you get to see your family more. You got a lenient schedule. Uh, yesterday, I went home and I ate lunch with my wife. She works from home. And I never got to do that before. So for all the body guys that are wondering, so far, it's, it's been amazing. I three can't days complain. in. Three days in, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm the people you meet, the customers, and you know, you go to businesses to do their dents, and everybody, you know, you treat them good. Everybody, it's you have so many new friends, you know, it's so cool, and and you're getting the recognition for doing the good work. It's not you're not the the dirty tech in the back, and then you know nobody knows, you know, you're a body tech, and you're the one fixing their car. You know, nobody knows who's touching their car when you drop it off at a body shop. So, you know, is the, the pride you take in it when it's, it's personal one-on-one with a customer, it, it, it goes so far, you know, and it, it's amazing, amazing feeling. It's better than the money to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am a huge, a huge fan of the flexibility of the PDR industry. I coach guys that want to work six days a week, 12 hours a day and make a killing. And I also coach guys who want to work three days a week and coach guitar lessons on Fridays because they have a passion for that too. And you can make, you can still do just fine working three days a week and you can do just fine and you can, he's older and he's more on the downward trajectory of his, of his life and PDR business, but that's what he wants in life. That's what you can have. You can have those things. If you want to earn large paychecks, you can, if you want to, have a work-life balance that you've never been able to have, you can do that too. So I appreciate you saying that. That's really cool. I love, I love my industry because I have three kids also, and I love being able to coach their sports. And so I am always flexible to do that. When I have to get off on Tuesday by five o'clock, I do no matter what, whether a body shop needs me or dealership needs me or whatever, like I set boundaries with them. My family comes first. I will take care of them, but those are the things that are important to me and I want to make happen. And, and you get to do that in this industry when you own yep. your business. Yep, what, definitely. What's your future like? I know you said, you actually mentioned, I think, I don't think you talked about it on the podcast, but you have a small retail shop. What's your next yeah. one year, five year plan now that you are finally full bore into the PDR world? What do you, what do you want to see it look like? So my main goal is, to obviously grow. Um, I have a lot of friends that are seeing me take the initiative to do this. And I've already gotten five calls from very good friends. And one is my brother that wants to get involved. He's a car salesman. So my goal is to get a crew together that I can trust and, you know, trust with my name, you know, going on on this work. And I want to grow. I want to have a guy or two at my retail shop. Um, and then I want to have a couple guys out on the road. Um, I have a, a vehicle that I'm setting up right now. I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of guys set up on, online on all the Facebook pages I'm on, um, where I'm taking the interior out of a Scion XB. I'm wrapping it in neon green with my logo on the side and making it look 
all gaudy and, and loud so everybody <laughs> sees it. Um, so I'm going to set it up. I'm going to set the, the, the van up. I guess we'll call it a van. And I'm putting shelving in it. And I'm going to make it so I could repeat it and, and make another one, the same exact thing. So mm-hmm. this is kind of a, a demo for me. As I get time, I, I keep working on it. And I'm going to make it a to brand. a point where I could just mirror it. Yeah, just brand it and make a mirror image of it for the next guy. Load it with the tools. So I'll know that everything in that vehicle does everything I need to do on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go to my shop, it's, it's going to be my toolbox. I'm going to pull it next to the door. I have tools at my shop too, but I want it all you know, in that car. So once I get that perfected, I'm going to make another one. I'm going to go buy one and create it. Whether I have a tech working for me or not, I'm still going to do it, invest back into it mm-hmm. and have it there. So when I do hire a tech, and get somebody up and running to the point I could just send them on their way in that company vehicle. All their tools are there. They're set up. They're set up to win, you know? So that's my goal with that. Uh, the retail shop, you know, being a collision tech my whole life, I have painted stuff like that. You have other things to offer customers. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I've replaced, you know, door glasses, uh, back windows and trucks. Um, I I offer a wide range of you know, little, small things that I'm equipped for, you know, I, I can't do framework. I don't have a frame rack, so I don't want to get into all that either. Little jobs. I've pre-painted bumpers. Uh, I sub out my paint work to the shop I, I used to work for mm-hmm. and I I'll have a job, get a bumper pre-painted I'll, and, you know, get the code, pre-paint the bumper, have it at the shop. They drop off. They pick up same evening. I want speed repairs, just a non-structural shop that does mostly paintless dent repair um, I know Ryan Hampton has a couple shops like that and, Axiom, uh, and it's just, yeah, Axiom. Mm-hmm. And that, that is just, it's such an inspiration to see these shops. And, uh, like, I know I've, I've been talking to Jeremy Carroll. He's, he's been awesome to talk to and mm-hmm. he's a real guy that tells you how it is. And I've been following his shop on Facebook before I even was listening to podcasts as he's building it. And as he's going, I had a friend share it to me and I'm just like, wow, this guy's kind of crazy for building a big shop like that. You know, that's amazing. Look at that shop. But you know what? It, now I know that it's possible, you know, and, and he does a great job and, you know, he does great work and he offers detail, ceramic coating. Uh, I believe he does clear bras and stuff like that, the PPF. So you, you have that other option to offer other things you're good at as a body tech, you can offer the mirror replacements, the bumper replacements, the little stuff to keep you busy. But obviously dent work will keep you busy enough is what I'm hoping. So yeah, that's, that's, but you have the option. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm planning on growing and I definitely, my shops, it's a thousand square foot. Um, I don't have an office. So the customers, they, they sit in the two little chairs and watch me when they hang out. Um, (laughs) But they, Honestly, every one of them, even like the older people, they love the show for me to, yeah, I just talk to them and, you know, show them how it's done. And they, they love it. When I think they're coming in like, oh man, I got to sit here and watch this guy. No, they, they all really enjoy it. And I'm yet to have somebody say that they didn't, you know, and it's, it's super cool, you know, so I might give customers an option when I get a bigger shop to have an office if they need to do their work while they're waiting and give them the option to, you know, maybe put plexiglass up with all the stuff going on and, and watch you work on their vehicle. You know, if you're capable of dealing with that, I know it's a tough thing to do, but, uh, 
it, it, it goes a long way when they see what it's about and then they go tell their friends and you, you get more work out of it. And they, yeah, you super, know, super important. Nothing, I always nice. tell guys to turn, you can, the people that are interested is a fantastic opportunity to turn them into your salesman. Honestly, you yeah. spend an hour on their car, tell them what you're doing, how you're doing it what's going on. They can see the dent, you know, quote unquote, disappear before their eyes like magic or whatever. They turn into your salesman. I've spent the last 10 years, like every opportunity I can get when the old guy's looking over your shoulder, standing up, pulls up a chair and sits there to watch you or the younger people that are curious about it or whatever, just turn them into your salesman because they will go Mm -hmm. tell everybody that they know if they see a dent in their car, because they will feel special now because they feel like they have knowledge that the other person doesn't. And that, makes people feel good. And they'll say, Hey, I, I see that dent in your car. Like, Oh, I didn't even notice I was there. Like, yeah, I had Ryan fix my car a while ago. Go check him out. Like all those things, like so, just those little tiny things create massive change in your business. Yep. So I'm excited for your goals. I'm excited to see Thank where you. you go. And I do hope maybe down the road, we can have you back on and maybe That'd a six awesome. months or a year afterwards and say, Hey, here we are now. Um, so again, on the podcast, I want to showcase guys that are doing great things in this industry from the most advanced to the guys just starting out. And I have a feeling that if you guys are paying attention, you're going to hear Ryan Campbell's name down the road as one of those texts that makes a difference in this industry. So keep your eye on him, go follow him on Facebook, um, or Instagram. Um, and he's a good dude and, and a great tech real quick before I end, how do we follow you on Facebook or Instagram? On Facebook, um, just Campbell Paintless Dent Repair, LLC. Mm. Uh, just search Campbell Paintless Dent Repair. Yep. Um, my website is CampbellDentRepair.com. And my Instagram is Rye the Dent Guy. Rye the Dent Guy. So, yep. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Love the story. And um, awesome. we'll keep talking. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, you can find me on Instagram at DentProSack or on my website at CoachCoreyK.com. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.